Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So we're continuing with the Igarita Ramban. And we're continuing with our discussion where uh, Ramban writes as following, new line. Ve'ata b'ni, and now my son, da ure'eh, know and see, meaning something you're aware of, something that's also observable. Somebody who is has pride in his heart and is arrogant over other people. I mean, he thinks of himself as being better than others. He is rebelling against the kingship of Hashem. Because he is taking pride in the, not literally, but figuratively, the clothing of the Malchut Shamayim. In what way? Hashem was king, and he clothed himself, doesn't literally mean clothed himself, but he figuratively clothed himself with pride. Meaning Hashem, certain, certain times, he acts in a way to show to everybody that he's the king. I saw one interpretation in the Perchei uh, Shoshanim edition that sometimes he, he perhaps does things that are unnatural out of the realm of that which is ordinary in order to show to everybody, remind everybody that he is the king. As, as obviously it's for our benefit to, to, so we're aware of his greatness to serve him properly. So that's the sign of Hashem. So a person who thinks of himself as greater than others, so he's, so to speak, taking the clothing of Hashem without permission. So Ramban continues, what is there to be proud of and proud about anyways? If it comes to wealth, Hashem morishu ma'ashir. Hashem makes a person poor. Hashem makes a person wealthy. All the money, everything, that all comes from Hashem. So what is there? It's all came from Hashem anyways. So what pride could a person have in this? So we'll elaborate, that, elaborate on that hopefully in a minute or two. But up till now we were discussing the concept of anava, of humility. And now we're switching to the opposite of anava, which is gava, which is pride. So Rabbi Foyer quotes a very interesting sefer called Notzer Chesed, that I'm not familiar with. So he elaborates a little bit that he says that the reason why a person who has arrogance is considered to be defying Hashem is because he's worshipping himself. I mean, instead of worshipping Hashem, he's worshipping himself. And he quotes a fascinating Gemara in Masechet Avodah The Gemara says that Avraham Avinu had a huge Masechet, a tractate of Masechta, a tractate of uh, Talmud, basically the equivalent of Talmud, regarding the prohibition of Avodazar of idol worship. And he had no less than 400 chapters. Four, ours is only as five. He said 400 chapters. So he suggests that maybe what does it mean that there are hundreds of chapters? What does the Gemara mean? It means those hundreds of chapters were not describing the other, the Avodazar, that one is not allowed to worship, but rather were describing man's arrogance and pride. There are lessons in how a person can overcome Gava. Those were the hundreds of, uh, of chapters in the tractate about Avodah Zarah that Avraham Avinu had compiled or composed. Uh, he points out here that also it is especially important for those who are in the public eye that people are seeing, people are observing, to eradicate feelings of, of lordship, thinking that you're better than other people, uh, that form of arrogance, especially people who are in the public eye. And he uh, quotes a very interesting halakha, and Shulchan Aruch, Shulchan Aruch says that a person should stand in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu with this very serious, she should have uh, revere Hashem, I assume the word is Yirah, he should be filled with trepidation, so, however, if his purpose is to show his beautiful voice, and his heart rejoices in his cantorial skills, 
this is repulsive. So a chazan, who has a public role, somebody that everybody's looking at, has to be especially careful to make sure that his, his job is done with humility and not with any, any form of gava. Now regarding this issue of uh, what can a person be proud, of, proud about if it comes to wealth, no, he shouldn't take pride in his wealth because that all comes from Hashem. So he quotes a very uh, important psukim in Tehillim. Al Don't be afraid when you see somebody being wealthy. When he increases the splendor of his house. He can't take it with him. That wealth is not going to go with him. His pride, his splendor, not pride, but his splendor, his honor, will not descend after him. All the money, it's all temper. It's only in this world. So he says here that even though wealth can be a blessing from Hashem, however, if a person doesn't realize that it is a blessing from Hashem, he doesn't realize where it comes from, it could be a source of undue pride and major, major issues a person can have. Hashem gives, can give many people wealth and it's a great bracha that a person can give tzedakah, that he can help other people, he can use his money so he doesn't have to have worries so he can serve Hashem properly. There are a lot of important things that a person can do with the wealth that Kadosh Baruch Hu blesses him with. However, all that works, all that functions, he realizes that it's a bracha from Hashem. But he forgets that it's a bracha from Hashem, so then the wealth can lead to problems, can lead to ga'ava, that he thinks that it's making him, makes him better than other people, because he attributes the wealth to himself, he doesn't attribute the wealth to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, I think we're going to pause here for now, um, and then hopefully we'll do some more uh, discussions about wealth and proper attitudes towards wealth and giving tzedakah, etc. in the next year. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Call Tuf.